Welcome to the Officer Media Group Roll Call Podcast. Officer Roll Call is meant to inform and entertain. Now, let's get into this episode. Welcome to the first uh, edition of the Officer Roll Call Podcast. My name is Paul Peluso and the editor of Officer Magazine, and I'm joined by my partner in crime, Frank Borelli, the editorial director of the Officer Media Group. How's it going, Frank? It's going pretty good. I think it's absolutely hilarious that we're doing a podcast for law enforcement, and you referred to me as your partner in crime. Right. One million cops in the country that listen to this are going to come looking for us as suspects now. Thanks. Hey, hey, no problem, Frank. (laughs) So today we're going to zero in on the topic of summertime because, you know, we're we're in the middle of it right now. And uh, most places it's getting nice and hot and humid. And we've touched on uh, the summertime and say the June issue of Officer Magazine. We had a couple of um, articles in there about bike patrol and foot patrol. And in the July issue, Frank uh, actually pinned an article about um, first aid and and the need to worry about the heat. So Frank, if you want to talk about that and kind of what you touched on in that article about what officers have to uh, worry about when it comes to uh, issues like heat stroke and um, and heat exhaustion. Oh, yeah. So um, like you said, in the June issue, in fact, on the cover, we have a, a nice bike patrol picture, but we talked about getting guys out of the cruisers and getting them out on, on foot or on bike patrol. And when you're doing that in the summertime, you ha- definitely have to worry about the sun and the heat and uh, hydration. And uh, I don't want to give away the whole article, but most folks don't realize there are three types of common heat injuries. Everybody's heard of heat exhaustion and heat stroke. Very few people are aware, or at least I wasn't aware before I did the research, of heat cramps where you get slightly dehydrated and slightly too warm and your muscles will start to spasm. Um, and that's you know the first sign that you're probably getting overheated. And then while everybody's aware of dehydration and not having enough water to drink, most people aren't familiar with something called hyponatremia where you drink so much water that you imbalance your electrolytes and your sodium and uh, the sugar in your system and you can become um, just as ill. You, you can be uh, nauseous and dizzy and lose consciousness. And uh, in fact, a few years back, there was an officer who died from hyponatremia during a mountain bike class, um, you know, done in the summer and just drank so much water that he fell off his bike. And by the time they got in the hospital, uh, they couldn't do anything for him. It, it's very treatable if you catch it early, but it's a uh, people don't think about that side of it. And it's definitely unique. Great. That, that, uh, that's some really good information that, uh, that can be used, Frank. And yeah, so when you bring that back to what we, we spoke about um, or covered in the articles that we wrote for the uh, June issue um, uh, about bicycle and foot patrol. Yep. So I spoke to a couple of departments on the, um, in the mid-Atlantic region of the East Coast. I had spoke to uh, a gentleman from the Ocean City Police Department and uh, someone from the Bethany Beach Police Department. Right. And th- these are both uh, beachside communities. Ocean City is uh, much larger than Bethany. So it's a, a good comparison as far as or a contrast as far as getting the smaller beach town and the larger beach town. But um what you find in these places is that these departments are much, you know, different as far as uh, coverage area and, and um, also the amount of people, the, like the population that is there, say versus um, then where I live in Florida, 
you know, Clearwater Beach is always big and it's always busy year round. But up there, it um, it's definitely a difference. For example, the population in Ocean City, at least from what I was told, is a, approximately like 5,000 full-time residents. Yep. But when you get to like the 4th of July, um, Memorial Day a little bit, but there's big, big events, you can have upwards of a half a million people there. So it's it's really you know, the, the amount of manpower that you have to have for an apartment um, differs greatly. And yep. uh, that, that really goes back to what my article is about bike patrol and, and the need to be able to get into tight areas with uh, very trafficked areas. And then also on uh, large boardwalks. So, yeah, and, and I know, know, yeah, sorry, I'm going to interrupt you. The, the, yeah, the boardwalk in Ocean City actually only goes from the inlet to 28th street. Yep. So, so bike, bicycle patrol beyond that really is out on the roadways, coastal highway and such. And that goes all the way up to 150 something, 160 something mm-hmm. street. It goes all the way to the Delaware line. Yes. Um, and just for our listeners, you know, when I was a child, I actually spent all my summers in ocean city and uh, ocean city used to end when I along back then at like 64 street. After that, you were driving past dunes to get to Delaware, and it's grown so much. Ocean City Police Department's really done a good job of maintaining their strength, and they do have a whole lot of summer hires, um, but they pair them up with the veteran full-time guys to make sure everybody's uh, covered for experience, training, and so on and so forth. And all those summer people still have to have academy. Um, but, it, yeah, it's, it's a whole different world when you're on a bike in a uniform in 100-degree weather on the boardwalk with a half a million people milling around versus, you know, in a park, uh, in a Midwest state, just so you're out of your patrol car more accessible, but there's 30 people in the park, it's a whole different world. And, and like you talked about with, um, the need to worry about you know, heat issues, uh, in, in these areas, it's very hot. It's very humid. Uh, it, when you get to those, you know, late June, but even like late July, August months. Um, and I know when I spoke to Sergeant Patrick Foley from uh, Bethany, he really did stress uh, how important making sure that his officers are hydrated and, um, and, and that, you know, they, they have such good relationships with the, the shop owners that they yep. can, you know, duck in for some AC. Because uh, that, yeah, being out there all day, having the sun beat down on you is, uh, is not a good place to be. Yeah, and while the bicycle patrols are really mobile and they can get places pretty quick, um, you know, not all the officers out of their cruisers are on bicycles. You know, some of them out there on foot patrol. And it's interesting, you can bicycle 10 blocks and break a sweat and be breathing heavy. But for those guys on foot patrol that actually have to try to run 10 blocks, that's a yeah. whole different world. And even, I don't care if you're wearing shorts and a polo shirt, uh, you, you still have on body armor, you still have on a gun belt. It's, it's, uh, it's a high exertion activity to get anywhere um, expeditiously when you're on foot, but, but you're more accessible to the citizens down there. And in that case, it's like in ocean city, when we talk about, it's not just the residents, it's all of the tourists and all of the shop workers. And, you know, they have a, a, a foreign workers program there. So you might walk into a shop to get a t-shirt made and the person behind the counter is uh, you know, from, Yugoslavia or something you know you just never know who you're going to meet where they're from it's actually kind of interesting but the officers there have to juggle that as well if you could talk a little bit Frank about you know the difference in like I was talking bike patrol 
they're usually wearing wickable clothing, uh, something that really breathes well. But if you're on foot patrol, you know, it, like you said, it's usually your full uniform. Um, what, you know, what can you do on the street to kind of mitigate some of those uh, issues? Shade is your friend, but you know, it, it's good though, that most uh, agencies today, you know, you have bicycle patrol, you do have those dedicated uniforms, like you said, with the sweat wicking material, um, you still have to wear body armor and that's just like wearing a, a winter vest yeah. underneath your uniform. Yeah. Um, it insulates your core so well. And then, you know, the shorts, you're still wearing your whole gun belt. Uh, but if you're on foot patrol, depending on the agency, I mean, sometimes you're actually in a regular uniform, long pants. Uh, in the summer months, we're talking about short sleeve uniform shirts. Thankfully, no tie. Still got the body armor, still got the gun belt, still got a hat. The hat's actually your friend. I used to hate wearing my hat in, in uniform because we had like, we called it the ice cream man hat with the eight point hat with the little short bill. And um, it's just so traditional, but they, they weren't the most comfortable hats in the world. Everybody wanted a ball cap or everybody wanted a Stetson. Everybody wanted something that offered more comfort and the shade and protection. Um, but you might still be in, in your full your, your full uniform and you got to find a way to cool off. You got to find a way to either stay out of the sun or get into places where, you, like you said, you can get into the air conditioning a little bit. Um, and if you go into a station, if there's any way you can take off your body armor and let it and yourself cool down, that's always one of the best things you can do because that, that body armor really does hold a lot of heat. And, you know, it's like wearing a triple layer sweatshirt underneath your uniform. Um, and and it, 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 it not only keeps the heat in you, it absorbs heat itself. So when you take it off, if you feel it, it feels hot. You need to let it cool down, have a fan blow on it or air conditioning or something. Um, and and that's, that's where the external carriers can come in handy. They still can look very uniform and very professional, but you go into a safe, secure area, you can take them off and, and take you know just five or 10 minutes and they cool off, you cool off, and then you go back to work. So the last thing I want to do today, Frank, I was going to put you on the spot here. Um, Fr Frank is a, is a longtime veteran of uh, law enforcement, and I want you to go ahead and share a story with us, if you can, about, you know, a, something you remember from the summertime, something to deal with, you know, being outside of the patrol car. Um, anything uh, comes to mind? So I, I used to work right near the eastern border of D.C., and in the summertime, uh, naturally, there's a lot more people outside. Um, so you deal with people a lot more. In the winter, the cold is wonderful. It keeps everybody inside. And unless they're fighting amongst themselves, you don't have to deal with, with uh, the silliness that can occur. But in the summertime, you get people out. They're hot. They like to drink. So, you know, big family parties could always present a challenge. Fourth of July, always going to present a challenge. Memorial Day, Labor Day, always going to present a challenge. Um, Kind of an odd story, I'll tell you, is uh, one fourth of July, and I, I worked not far. My patrol area had some um, high crime area apartments nearby. And one fourth of July, the local gang decided that rather than setting off any fireworks, they were just going to go out with all of their firearms and shoot them up in the air. Well, you know, what goes up must come down. And when those bullets start raining down, they can really hurt people and property and do all kinds of damage when they're coming down. So uh, typically on 4th of July, when uh, the fireworks started and you never knew it was going to happen, we tried to hide out underneath of the bank drive throughs and the overhangs so that 
there was something between us and whatever lead or shot or whatever might be raining down out of the sky. Not really a story for you about uniforms, but um, just one of those summertime quirks you can deal with if you're working anywhere near a, a high crime area or, you know, I'm sorry, people shooting guns up in the air just for the sake of doing it. Uh, I'm going to call that stupid. Um, and uh, if, well, like you're, if you you're said, working in an area full of stupid, you you, you got to be alert to what you got to do to protect yourself. Yeah, and like, like you said, always the need to wear the vest. Yep. <laughs> can't stress that uh, more. Um, and yeah, so the, I, I think this was a pretty good uh, start to the podcast here. What do you think, Frank? I think we're doing pretty good. I want I want to welcome everybody. I know you did it at the beginning, but for all our listeners, you know, our first episode of Officer Roll Call, we're going to try to put these out every other week. Um, you know, 15 minutes of your time. Hopefully, we'll share some good information with you, and uh, you can share it with your compatriots. And um, I'm going to throw my email out here, Paul. It's frank at officer.com. If you guys have criticisms, concerns, topics you want us to cover, whatever, hit that email button, send it along. Is that good with you, bud? That is good. And my email is uh, paul at officer.com. And if you guys have any questions, any ideas for a future podcast, but especially questions that we could possibly answer on the next one, um, you can send it to one of us, or you can also send it to editors at officer.com. And uh, we'll make sure that we include that. What do you think of that, Frank? I think that works. I think that okay. works. Well, well, I'd like to thank everybody for, for joining us on the uh, first episode of the Officer of Roll Call podcast and um, make sure to um, check out future episodes of, of the podcast and we'll be able to uh, be found anywhere that you, uh, you get your podcasts. Thank you for listening to this episode of Officer Roll Call. Be sure to check back every two weeks for a new episode. Stay safe.